arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. All right, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and we're so happy to have you join us this morning. Uh, we are still recovering from a wonderful Community Arts Award celebration that we had this last Wednesday. We had 10 spectacular artists that were celebrated, and you can go to our website and see who they were if you missed it. And you'll also get to hear another portion. Um, we have a part two of an interview coming up with uh, Cal, Calden Gill Street. So in the second part of our programming. But first, we need to talk about what happened in the arts today in history, today, December 10th. So in 1854, Hector Berlice premieres his oratorio, The Childhood of Christ, uh, in Paris. In 1882, Johannes Brahms, choir and orchestra piece, Fate, Song of the Fates, premieres in Basel. And then in 1884, Mark Twain first publishes The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Now, he published it again in 1885 because apparently there was a huge printing error. So if you ever get a hold of an 1884 copy, it's wrong. In 1896, on this day, December 10th, Alfred Jarry's play Ubu Roy premieres in Paris. And I actually have had the pleasure of doing that show back in college. Yes. You all would like to look that up. You... Feel free to do that. Since 1901, the Nobel Peace Prize has been presented on this day, December 10th, because it's the anniversary of Alfred Nobel's death. And as stipulated in his will, uh, the Nobel Prizes in Physics, Chemistry, Physiology, or Medicine, and Literature are awarded in Stockholm, Sweden, while the Nobel Peace Prize is uh, awarded in Oslo, Norway. So of note... Um, for December 10th, since obviously we've been awarding this since 1901. In 1907, Rudyard Kipling received the Nobel Prize for Literature, the first English language writer to do so. In 1909, Swedish writer Selma Lagerlöf is the first woman to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. Nice to see that that only happened eight years into um, having this award being presented. In 1913, Bengali poet Rabin Dranath Tagore becomes the first non-European to, to be presented with the Nobel Prize for Literature. And then in 1925, the Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw was awarded um, the Nobel Prize for Literature. In 1962, on this day, December 10th, David Lean's film, Lawrence of Arabia, based on the life of T.E. Lawrence, is uh, premiered. At the Academy, and it was the Academy Awards Best Picture in 1963, by the way. Also in 1963, on this day, six-year-old Donny Osmond's singing debut happened, and it happened on the Andy, Andy Williams show. It, also in 1963, Leonard Bernstein premieres his third symphony, Kadesh, with the Israel Philharmonic in Tel Aviv. On this day in 1978, Superman the Movie is uh, shown in the Uptown Theater in Washington, D.C. That's its premiere. And on December 10th in 1985, Out of Africa, based on the book by Isaac Dennison, and that was directed by Sidney Pollock, that premiered in Los Angeles. It also won the Best Picture in 1986. And then in 2001, Fellowship of the Ring premiered in London. 
And that's what happened on this day on December 10th. So at least you can remember that today is the day that the Nobel Prize is, is awarded. So if you're looking for things to do around town, here's what's happening in the arts. We have paper planes at 1030. So you want to bring the kids down to the Kalamazoo Institute of Arts, and they and Artie Mouse will learn how to get their creative spark back. They're going to make some paper planes, and they're going to be based on two artworks that are already up in the galleries. And they're, they're going to be test flying as well. So even if you don't have kids, it might be kind of fun to watch. Also today at 8 o'clock, uh, there's a showing of Nightmare Before Christmas at the Kalamazoo State Theater. Um, the seating is general admission, and it is recommended for a 13-plus audience, and there is an eight-ticket limit if you're looking to get into that show. Tomorrow, there are three performances of something called Nutcracker Suites at the Ladies' Library. This is being presented by the Ballet Arts Ensemble. It's their 40th year, so they're celebrating at the Ladies' Library in downtown. The tickets are on sale at the community box office, or you, I'm sure you could show up right at the door there tomorrow and uh, get in. So that's a 1 o'clock, 2.30, and 4 o'clock performance. There's also a Rising Star performance that is presented by the Gilmore Piano Festival that's going to be at Wellspring Theater on Sunday at 4 p.m. It's the Connie Hahn Trio. And... Um, this performance is live, but you can also see it live streamed. So if you're still a little wary about going out to the theater, you can see this um, right in the comfort of your own home on Sunday at 4 p.m. There's the Ugly Sweater Swing Holiday Jazz Band Concert. That's at 7 p.m. So if you're going to make your way over to Battle Creek, you can see that. Uh, Kellogg Community College will be performing at the Binda Performing Arts Center. It's a 7 p.m. curtain on Sunday. And then next Tuesday, Jim Brickman is going to be at the State Theater uh, doing his concert of Very Merry Christmas. He will have special guests Matt and Savannah Shaw. And that's Tuesday at 7.30. And then if you're interested next week in a little bit of jazz, saxophonist Joel Fram, Jazz in the Crawl Space. So Crawl Space Theater, which is there at the old First Baptist Church um, Thursday. December 15th, 7.30 p.m. You can get tickets and, and enjoy some jazz. And that's what's happening around the area in the arts. And we'll be right back. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region.
You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Creative Cafe now presents the second half of the interview with Cal Gill Street, who is one of the award winners from the Community Arts Awards from the Arts Council, Lifetime Achievement Award. So, yes, because Bertha was a choir director for yes. Kalamazoo Public Schools for 27 years. Mm-hmm. And also is um, still artistic director and a piano teacher over at the Helen L. Fox Gospel Music Center. Mm -hmm. And you've been involved with the NAACP and also AXO? NAACP, 30 years. AXO, 12 years. Bertha and I did AXO for 12 years successfully. Mm -hmm. You don't hear a lot about it now, but when Bertha and I had control of it, we, we... I'm, you know, I have to pat myself on the back and give her a hug and a pat too, because we teamed up. They asked me because I had been with the branch, mm-hmm. and they said we need someone to head up Axel. And they said, "Do you know anyone besides yourself who would be able to do that?" And I got to thinking. I said, "No, let me think about it." And then so the next meeting, I, I called Bertha. I said, "Listen, this Axel." She said, "What is that?" And I said, "Well." It's Academic, Cultural, Technological, Scientific Olympics for youth that are in grades 9 through 12. And uh, they want, the NAACP would like for someone to head that component up Mm -hmm. and, you know, create the whole program. So Mm -hmm. we did. Bertha and I, I told Bertha, she she was reluctant at first. She said, that sounds like a lot of work. I said, it probably is, but I got your back. We're going to be a team. <laughs> yeah. And so, and we did, and we never regretted it. Those 12 years was some of the m- most, oh, we had fun. We met a lot of students and a lot of parents. We would recruit in all the schools around mm-hmm. uh, Kalamazoo. And it was just fun sitting outside the door of, say, the, 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 the lunchroom or something in all the different schools. And it was, it's not, it's, a program just for um, African Americans is for children of color. Mm-hmm. You know, so it could be Hispanic, it could be, you know, it could just be uh, biracial children. Mm-hmm. It could be, so we had all kinds of children. And um, their parents, oh, I run into some of the parents today. Yeah. And uh-huh. some of the students that we, we um, sponsored in Axel, and they say, that was the most meaningful period of their lives. And they still thank us mm-hmm. when they see us today, the parents especially. Right. And when we got out of it after 12 years, because it is a rigorous program, you have to start planning from before school starts in September. Bertha and I would meet in August, and we'd do a whole plan for the whole, till the spring of the next year. And that's when we would hold the competitions, the local right. competitions. Right. Now, and we're doing all that while I'm working at the Upjohn Company. And she's teaching at Kalamazoo Public Schools. Mm-hmm. So we were doing all that, plus we were the Velvelettes. Right. So we would perform. Sometimes we would just not even accept gigs because for those 12 years, we were dedicated to being, you know, uh, to running the AXO program. But uh, we had successes after success because the parents wanted their children to be up under our tutelage because of who we were because they found out we were the Velvelettes. Oh, yeah. So the children, and, and then we had four different categories. We had the uh, performing arts, we had the science, we had the, um, I can't think of all of them right now, but it was four main categories. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> we had children in every category. There was 26 in all up under those four. Mm-hmm. 
and um, I was the, the person over the performing arts. Bertha ran the, um, she was like, she, <laughs> she's a school teacher, so she would always map out everything mm -hmm. for every step of the way that we had, every step we had to take in order to develop these children. And then we would, we would recruit people from the community mm -hmm. who had expertise in certain areas, like camera uh, photography. That was one of the, uh, the areas of the, uh, and we would get a, a photographer who would could tutor the children that were enrolled in that program. We get. I was the one to get with the performing arts, mm -hmm. Bertha and I, <coughs> and then <coughs> we had. <coughs> excuse me. We just had different professionals in the community who would help us mm -hmm. uh, to get this program and keep it floating. It was. It was. It was a remarkable program. I enjoyed and loved it all. It's so much to tell you, and this is. I don't. I don't have enough time to really right. tell everything. But we did it. We had gold medalists both locally and nationally. Right. And we right. traveled to the national competitions, Bertha and I, every year with our students. Mm -hmm. And we would take anywhere from six to maybe 12 students um, on the road. Uh, we would go to places, New York, Washington, D.C., L.A., um, Florida. We've been all over the place mm -hmm. where the national competitions were held. And they're still held today. But unfortunately, the Kalamazoo component is just not as big and as right. successful as it was right. when Bertha and I were running it. Sure. And it's a beautiful program. Yes. It gives yeah, a lot yes. of children of color the opportunity and to showcase their talents. And you and Bertha are probably the main reason why it is I what it is. So told us that. Yes, we appreciate that. And uh, I'm just wondering, Patricia, is there anything that you want to add as far as uh, Bertha is concerned? I know that a couple of times you've told me, I can't believe that we haven't done a community medal of ours for the Velvetts yet. I had to check and double check because I thought, I'm sure that they've been given this already. God, God bless it, you. And so, um, it, so Bertha was well known within the uh, KPS community because she was a wonderful choir director. She had beautiful, beautiful choirs. Mm -hmm. And people would come, you know, to see what the students did under, under her direction and, and encouragement. She's very encouraging and very encouraging person. Mm -hmm. And the same with AXO. I just want to add to what Cal said. Um, when they had these competitions in Kalamazoo, the auditorium would be full because yes. people knew they were going to hear classical music, singing, all kinds of different groups. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to add that and too. Not, not just the performing arts. <coughs> We had essays. We had children to well, write visual, right. the, visual yeah, arts. Yeah. Visual yeah. arts. Yes. <coughs> so yeah. go ahead. Pat. So no, I just was a happy day, and yeah. we. I, to me, I think what a preparation for people who would go on and go to college mm -hmm. because of the rigor and the dedication that they had. They worked as hard as anybody on any team on any in any uh, educational community around here. Sure, so. that's the wonderful thing. All of our students went on to college. Yeah. All of them. That's fantastic. And you know, every year for 12 years. Yeah. And that we would emphasize that to them. Sure. Uh, in the workshops, we'd have workshops that last about six weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, every every uh, leader of every workshop would encourage the students, we want you to keep your grades up because we, mm -hmm. want, we want to see you in college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and they did, all of them. I can't think of one that did not go to college. That didn't go to college. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Cal, what advice do you have for young music artists that are looking for fulfillment and success in the arts? For music artists, my first uh, recommendation for young people is is singing your church choir. That's where you get your your start. Are you still a choir yeah, master? I'm still a choir member at Mount Zion Baptist yes. Church. Yes, okay. But I uh, sang the choir as a child growing up, and I also sang at my father's church. And then it, I just, But I started in the church. Mm-hmm. And that's where you learn uh, your heart. When you're, your heart has to go into whatever you're singing, you've got to convince the audience, that, uh, the person you're singing to, that you mean what you're singing. So I would encourage young musicians, and because I have a passion for young people, to start in your church choir. I'm trying to convince my grandson, he's 14, to, to get in a choir at Mount Zion. And th- from there, you can, you can sing almost anything. Most African-American musicians, vocalists, they most of them started in a church choir. That's, that's the honest God truth. Very few of them did not. And um, <clears throat> then, then they, you know, segued into secular music. Mm-hmm. And I know my dad didn't want it at first, but then he he, he was sweet. He, he wanted to see us all happy. So, uh, but I would advise them to follow your heart, your passion, and just just put yourself into it. Mm-hmm. And don't ever underestimate who is looking at you, what audience you have, because sometimes there's someone in that audience, just like Bob Bullock recognized us right. at Western Michigan University. Um, and that was at the Barnhart Center. That's where I was trying to pull okay, out of my yeah, head. Yeah. Um, and he was there. If, had he not been in that audience, we probably would not have ever gone to Motown. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I tell all of our students that. Axel students, so those of you out there that are listening to you, bring someone else into the folds. Let them know what your experience was with Axel. And um, just follow your heart and, and be passionate about and be intentional about what you're what you're doing Mm -hmm. and uh and conveying your message through music it's music music is of the soul it it doesn't have a color it doesn't have any i'm I'm crazy about music i wake up with music even as a child turn the radio on wake up with music my son always says mom you know what i love about this family you all play music all the time he says, when, when I go to a social event and there's no music or people just standing around talking, he said, I almost go crazy. He said, because I want to hear some music. And you all play Motown, not just Motown. You play all kinds of music, spiritual music. Mm-hmm. And he says, it's just so soothing and so healing. So I, I, I love music. It's like the OJ say, I love music, mm-hmm. any kind of music. And um, that's what I would do. I would just encourage young people to follow their hearts and be passionate and intentional about Mm -hmm. music, about what you want to do relative to music. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us. But we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. 
It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you're looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win. Now you know. 